0: Uh, There's two famous quotes that I have lived with all my life, and I'm sure you're familiar with them. And one is, there's no such thing as a sure thing. How many of you believe in a sure thing? You know, after living through a pandemic and everything shutting down, after witnessing 9-11, after seeing the incredible rapid change just in such a brief time in our life, technology, so much changing. I gotta tell you, I don't think there's much of a sure thing. There's another quote that I have heard all my life as well and it's, there are two things certain, death and taxes. But that isn't necessarily true either. Uh, There was a Frenchman by the name of André Raffray, and he found out that you can't always count on death in a very bizarre way in his life. Back in 1965, he agreed to pay this woman, who was 90 years of age, $500 a month, And in return upon her death, he was going to be able to take over her grand apartment in a wonderful place in downtown Paris, France. And yet 30 years later, on Christmas Day of 1995, at age 77, he died, having forked over something like $184,000 for an apartment he never got to live in. And on that day she became, at 120, the oldest woman in the world. The truth of the matter is we're not promised this afternoon, let alone tomorrow. And of us know what is going to take place over these next 52 weeks of a new year. Nothing is for sure. There's nothing you can count on. There's nothing completely reliable there's nothing you can take to the bank except for one thing and that is the lord jesus christ in a broken world in a planet that's so unreliable there's only one thing you can count on and that's god and that's what i want to remind you about as we stand here on the brink and the threshold of a new year this text came to mind today here in um, First Chronicles 29 and verse 11, it says, Everything in the heavens and earth is yours, O Lord, and we adore you as being in control of everything. And you know, as we enter into this new year that's filled with such doubt and ambiguity and uncertainty and insecurity, so much unreliability, there is one thing you can rely upon remains unchanging, and these four words comfort my heart today, in control of everything. The train is not off the track, and there's an engineer at the throttle who is guiding this train, and I don't know of a more certain word that I could give you in this uncertain world in which we live than that, that God is in control. And as you know, you can't count on the world being a better place next year. You can't count on there being world peace. You can't count on the economy ever getting turned around. You can't count on the unemployment staying where it is right now. You can't count on the housing market or count on those wonderful politicians, even if it's the ones you voted on. You know, one of the marks of emotional maturity is when you begin to realize that most of the world is out of control from your hands. There's nothing you can do about it and you're not God, and you cannot control everything that happens. And so as we face these next days together, when you don't know what in the world's gonna happen next, we do know a God who has everything in control. And because of that today, there are two things that I wanna remind you about as we stand here and we kind of get out our new calendars as we try to refresh and have a new lease on life, as we forget the past and lean in to this future, that I want to remind you about two things. And because God is in control, the number one thing I want to say to you is your plans have a limit. Now, we oftentimes say that the sky is a limit, but, you know, down deep you know that that's not true. Things do have a limit. We know there are limits on things because God sets the limit. In the Old Testament, those wonderful words of Proverbs, it says, Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Wouldn't you agree that things don't always go as planned? Wouldn't you agree that sometimes God has a better idea about things coming down the pike in your life than you do we make our plans, but God has the last word. And how many of you have ever had God to change your plans? How many of you did not marry the first person you thought you were going to marry? I, I knew who I was going to marry in the first grade. Her name was Candy. But God had another plan. One of my plans growing up was to be a rock star. And that went out the window quick. Another plan that I had, a grandiose idea, is I was going to go to medical school. We make our plans, friends, but there's a limit to what we can do. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have goals. I'm not saying that we shouldn't establish some wonderful objectives in life. I'm not saying we shouldn't dream. I'm not saying that we shouldn't make plans. In fact, the Bible says we ought to make plans. It says there in Proverbs 16, we should make our plans counting on God to direct us. But he's saying here, don't be so presumptuous. Don't be so cocky and boastful and say, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Because really when it comes down to it, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know what is coming into our life over these next few months. But the more mature you become as a believer, the more flexible you should become. And the more open to change you are, the more open to allowing God to direct your life because you realize just how little you know anyway. The older I get, I realize I've got more questions than I do answers. And it's amazing when I was 16, how I knew everything and my father knew nothing. And how by age 21, I started realizing, you know, he was smarter than I thought. The older you get, the more you realize our best plans, our best efforts are only tentative. And that i am not in control you are not in control but god has the things under control we need to rely upon the lord we need to realize that even in our own plans and schemes our own dreams they can only be tentative but something else i want to really lift up before you today because god is in control do you know your prayers can have an impact. Do you ever wonder if prayer works? Do you ever wonder if prayers really work? You get down on your knees and you start praying and something begins whispering in your ear, God's not listening to you. You're wasting your time. God couldn't possibly be hearing your prayers, but the truth is that God hears our prayers. If God were not in control, then prayer would be a complete waste of time. But because God is in control, we know that he can control the uncontrollable. You don't know the key people, but you do know the one that holds the keys. And your boss is not the ultimate authority in your life. You have a higher authority you can appeal to. He can do things that you never thought possible. Prayers have an impact because God is in control of everything, says Chronicles. That's the basis of all miracles, God's sovereignty. If he wants to overrule nature, he can. If he wants to overrule a human law, he can. If he wants to overrule a government, he can. He can do whatever because of God's sovereignty. Love those wonderful words of Ephesians chapter three. The Living Bible says, God is able to do far more than we ever dared to ask or dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. And this is the confidence that we have, Paul says, in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And since God is in control, the best way to enter into this new year, friends, is to acknowledge God the control of God in your life, to relinquish the reins, to place your hand in the hand of God and to trust in God, to not fight it, not run from it, not resist it, but accept it, cooperate with it, indeed seek it, God's will and purpose for your life. For nothing that happens these next few Days can devastate you if you truly are trusting in God. Let God control the uncontrollable in your life and stop stewing about it. Stop fretting about it. Stop worrying about it. I know some today are worried about their business, some today are worried about their retirement plans, some are worried about their next job. Or they're worried about their health or losing their kids or any number of things but as you know you can't control those things ultimately all of that most of things in this world are out of your control but god can and that's why you need to trust god Do you ever felt like that at the end of the day you didn't get anything accomplished boy i've had those moments where you You know, you just didn't feel like you got anything done. You just wasted the day and things just passed you by. And it's then where I start remembering that wonderful class that I had a half a semester in astronomy. And I start thinking about this wonderful place in which we live. You know, the earth is spinning on its axis something like a thousand miles an hour. And every 24 hours, the planet Earth pulls off a celestial 360. And plus, we're hurling through space at an average velocity of something like 67 you know, miles per hour. That's faster than a speeding bullet, 87 times faster than sound. And whenever I feel like I didn't get much done in a day, I just remember in the last 24 hours, I've traveled on this planet 1.6 million miles through space. And if that's not miraculous, I don't know what is. And when was the last time you thanked God for keeping you in orbit? I'm guessing you've never prayed, Lord, I wasn't sure we'd make the full rotation today, but you did it again. This is an amazing place. And we often just don't pray that way. But isn't that the ultimate irony? that we already believe God for the big miracles like it's just no big deal. But you see, the trick is trusting God for the little ones in your life. And I challenge you here today as we all move together into whatever awaits us in these next 52 weeks of the year, that you will fully trust in God Be obedient unto the Lord, and seek His will, and God will bless you. Shall we pray together? Oh, Holy God, we thank you so much today for this wonderful world. And Lord, we know that there are so many marvels, the miracles, the grace incredible way in which you have created us but we also know oh God that it is broken that we have messed it up and that sin has entered in Lord how we need you today so God we call upon you we cry out to you God to forgive us, God, when we worry. Forgive us, O God, when we fail. Forgive us, Lord, when we set you aside and seek our own agendas. Forgive us, God, for our sin and our wrongdoing. And Lord, may your spirit of forgiveness today come upon your people who cry out to you. You know our hearts, and Lord, we desire more of you. And we pray, God, that we would relax in your will, that we would pursue you in all things, that, Lord, we would be faithful. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen.